0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN One Thousand.
1: Good morning, and welcome in ESPN One Thousand Chicago on a Saturday morning. Brian Hanley and Mark Zander, couple losers yesterday. Boy, tough talking about <laughs> I, I baseball. You're, although, although, I thought I you are talking about about, us. about the Cubs right right now.
2: The way you said that, you know, Hanley and Xander, a couple of losers. How about a little Yeah, pause well you know what? That? Look,
1: look, look, I'm all about the self deprecation, but I actually meant our baseball team. Okay. I but I you mean, know like, depending right on, on, on the how box, you want to look at on. it. Look, whatever.
2: Whatever. I mean yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we're not feeling good about things these days, but don't bump us into <laughs> thirty seconds yeah. in, yeah, a couple of losers. Yeah, hey, seconds. I you know,
1: look, look, dude, I'm setting the table. I'm setting, I'm just setting the table. lord. <laughs> <Thank laughs> Um, yeah, it, uh, it was, um, I, you know, I threw up on, uh, well, uh, okay. That's Bad choice of though. words. Boy, yeah. this is, yeah, within one minute. I got to, okay.
3: You okay. I, yeah.
1: I almost said, I Jake, threw how up are on you Twitter. Let me, okay, take two, take two.
3: No throwing up for me
1: though. T- <laughs> I put up, good, I'm glad, I'm glad you're done being sick. Yeah, uh, I, I put up on Twitter, face. I did not throw up on Twitter. I put up on Twitter uh-huh. earlier today. Uh, the need to assign a creative ad- adjective for how we're feeling about our White Sox. And uh, I'm hoping people will jump in on that and we'll read those. If you want to call in just one super creative adjective about how you're feeling about the White Sox. And this got started by seeing, I think it was uh Carmen last night, hashtag abysmal. And I thought, okay, Ooh, like I it. like that. And we could do better yeah. than that. So if you have mm-hmm. a creative adjective to describe how you're feeling about your Chicago White Sox right now, please share it with us on Twitter or here at 312 So, 3776 um,
2: And you can amplify tighters. on it, Chet topic. Chet amplify on your, your adjective. Um, because there's yeah. a I, – I, look, you were out there twice this week, right? You went uh, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yes, I did. Yes, I did.
1: And uh, – uh,
2: Tuesday was uh, awfully painful. Yeah. You know. Um, Tell me knowing, again how yeah. home, home runs don't matter because of the one game they've won this week. What'd they do? Yeah. Uh, uh, no doubt. No doubt.
1: Home runs, home runs matter. And the only time home runs don't matter as much is when you're hitting all the time. Right? Yeah. Now, if you're, look, if you're, if you're doing what the Sox have shown us, on days where they're not hitting a home runs and and they're playing small ball, you know, that single here, opposite field, get the runner over, you know, do whatever. Though, when you're doing that consistently, then the home runs don't matter as much because you're still scoring runs to some degree. When you're doing what we're doing and literally one day you're hitting home runs, the next day it's a power outage. I don't understand what is happening. It is so, it's probably...
3: it's it not even day complicated,
1: to day. but
2: it—it's it, it, complicated, but it's probably not complicated. Okay, so the the one the one win this week is the game they had three home runs, right? And Andrew Vaughn. Oh Vaughan yeah, and, that,
1: and, and 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 I will say if I if I'm going to be at any game this year, that's am glad I went to that one. That was that was fabulous. But to walk out of there thinking, what are they going to do tomorrow, and not have that confidence, and seeing what they did the next day.
2: Yeah, it's. Um, Really well, tough. we do it. Uh, George, one of our, our really good callers, really, you know, said the home runs don't oversimplify this. Well, it's it's pretty simple because at home I think you're being out homered by fifty something to thirty one or two whatever it is now, mm-hmm. and and you were, you were three teams had fewer home runs uh, going into this all important stretch than your Chicago White Sox. Right now, it's not even day to day. You're going forty three at bats between every home run now. That makes a very stress, stressful existence for everybody, for your fielders, for your pitchers, your bullpen, everybody else. And, you know, Giolito was great till he wasn't last night. Um, I don't know about you, Mark. I am so tired of being tired of everything's, well, you yeah, know, we'll just keep working. You know, everyone loves each other. We're a team here. And, and Frank Thomas even said in the postgame, I think it was Thursday, they all started to blend together. It was Thursday. It was Thursday yeah. because I had talked to you. I had missed it.
1: And for yeah. some reason, you can't find any of the NBC Sports Chicago post games
2: on Twitter you stay, or anywhere yeah, online. You, you, you got to stay up and watch it. And, and yeah, Chuck right. Garfine is is the voice of the fans. And his frustration is uh, evident palpable. because Absolutely. And, and he's, yeah. he's verbalizing what you're verbalizing to your TV, but he's doing it in cleaner language because he's on TV. Yeah. And Frank Thomas – and I covered Frank as a player. He, he said the other night that he's tired of everyone being, uh, you know, slapping each other in the back and we'll get him tomorrow. And, you know, it's, it's a marathon. He basically said.
1: There's you no urgency, start challenging.
2: Brian. Well, he said you better start challenging each other in the clubhouse and he doesn't see it. He see it. right. I mean, your name, fill in the blank here. It's Pollock. It's G. It's Dylan Cease. It's whomever. Well, you know. We know what kind of team we have here, and we're going to be better. And, you know, it was wait till everyone gets healthy. It's early. Don't worry. No panic. The, Frank basically said, I saw Frank do it personally, in the dugout, in the clubhouse, uh, fielding before the game, you know, taking grounders. He and Ozzie used to get in. I, one time Ozzie had a full leg cast on. Okay. I, I, I've had much knee injury. I was covering the team was a long time ago, obviously. And Frank was out at shortstop. Before a game, taking grounders for no apparent reason other than he could. Mm. And Ozzie, and he wasn't kidding, said, hey, you go over first base and practice over there, you make errors. And Frank said, you talking to me? He said, yeah. And Frank, next thing I know, he's standing next to Ozzy in the dugout. And he's in his face. He said, what would you say? And then they start going at it. And Frank turned to us and he said, hey, you guys write this. You know, I have an issue with you guys too. But, I mean, they, they were scuffling at the time. And two of the leaders on the team were pissed off about it, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen anyone pissed off about it. Okay, and I'm with Frank. You better start getting better get getting somebody's face and start kicking some butt. And I'm not saying go all Chris Sale on you and, and tear apart a, a <laughs> runway or take the scissors out and you know tear up some uniforms you don't like. Not, and, and that's just, going too far. I don't. You need something other than. Well, right. we'll keep
1: grinding. A, we'll yeah, keep grinding. Away. We'll be okay. Yeah, throwing a throwing a uh, Gatorade jug or or something like that. You know, some kind of locker room reset without any permanent damage would do nicely. I mean, you know, what are the other things we could do here that wouldn't go Chris Sale, but would definitely get the point across? Look, I'm 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 with you. I am tired of the malays. I am tired of the the lack of urgency. It just seems that everybody's sitting back waiting for something to happen, but the very people that are sitting back waiting for something to happen are the people who have to actually make it happen. Yeah. I mean and uh, Joe no. Kelly, Joe Kelly. Oh, oh. I I really I was excited off season. I don't want to see him pitch again anytime soon. Not um, anytime but, soon. Uh, what is broken with him now? Is it time for another IL stint for him?
2: Well, and look, and and every we we always say it. Every day you go to a baseball game or watch it, you can see something you've never seen before. Unfortunately, you see an eight-five triple play. And I'm watching that, and I have the same look on my face as Tony did when they cut to the dugout with the mouth open, a, a, a mouth agape, <laughs> the mouth agape going. Which oh. is
1: a great meme that is going around social yeah. media ever since. Yeah. But
2: every day, okay, Louis Robert gets you the two run home run to start off things, and everything's great early on. And every single day, do you see a, a defensive gaffe, a miscommunication? Yep. On yep. little league stuff, and and last night he's involved in that, and it looks like he calls off. And then the he ball did. drops. He, and,
1: that's, and that's a great point. You see Adam Engel duck away because yep. the center fielder is the captain. Yep. And he wasn't within, he was two steps too far to call anybody off. And Adam is a great glove. Uh, that, that was, again, a little league mistake. This whole season has been riddled with peewee ball challenges. And that's what, that's the face of the Sox this year.
2: It's, look, and it, they're halfway through the season now. And, you know, right. a third of the way through, a quarter of the way through, we were talking about these same issues. And no one did have a sense of urgency. And unfortunately, I don't think they have a sense of urgency now. No, they and, don't seem to. It, and here's going to be the new, the new course this week. You know, we've, we've had the, oh, everyone's hurt. What was us? Don't worry. We'll get healthy. We'll be fine. Uh, and then we had, you know, oh, don't worry. You know, we're going to clean some things up. Hey, we're barreling the bat, the bat, the ball. And, you know, when they start dropping, oh, it's contagious. The hitting is going to come. We, we're doing the right things. Well, you're not doing the right things. And no. you are what your record says you are. No. And I, I tweeted out last night after the game, baseballreference.com, uh, had uh, you put out
1: probability. We, yeah, you know, it saved that. Let's talk about it. I will because it actually went down
2: significantly by, by the time the night was over. I'll tell you something.
1: When, when I woke up this morning and I saw your tweet, uh, my daughters get up early, so I crash early. And, and that's part of the problem with not being able to catch the post game. I am going to catch it, obviously, today because it's the early man special. But the point is, I saw your tweet and my heart just sank because reality just hit. Now, I would love to know, in you know, if anybody had it, Jake, if you can find it. I don't know if we would have that same probability for the Braves at this point last year, but we all agree this team is not what the Braves was last, or were last year. Right. Would save did. that because this is really, really unfortunate number. But you know, well, I'll, I'll tell
2: you, I'll, I'll give you an idea. Now, I'll give yeah. you the number, and I'll give you the idea of the t- the company you're keeping at this point in the season. Okay. And last week we played a game of high low. Yeah. I have a different version of that game. We'll go position by position on the White Sox, and we'll give you high or low, above or below, uh, wins above average for the entire league.
1: Good, I love it. Let's talk to David and Wakanda about the White Sox. Welcome into ESBM One Thousand.
4: Hey David. Hi guys, David Spada here. If I'm Khan, if I'm Rickon, I got to go in Jerry's office today and say, "Listen, you forced Rindorf. I mean, you forced Larusa on me." We're not playing well. This reflects on not only the organization but me. Either I get to hire a manager or I'm gone. Enough's enough. Bring in you Bring in anybody. I know he wanted Bruce Bochy. Anything's better than this. You've got to shake up the team. You can't get rid of all these players, but you need right. a manager to come in there and hold these guys accountable.
1: So it's some, something has to be uh, – uh, Yeah, they have to shake it up somehow, somewhere. How does – Right. How does Kenny Williams – thank you, David. How does Kenny Williams figure into this right now? You know, Kenny's in that spot where he's in between Jerry and Rick. Um, do you have really any way to uh, kind of frame his role right now? And I, what yeah, Mark, I, I mean,
2: I don't know if he's in town. I don't know if he's consulting. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't believe I've heard or seen any sightings at the ballpark uh, of Kenny. So we don't um, know
1: how he's involved,
2: and and you know what I mean. When Rick took over, I, I was hoping we'd get rid of that extra layer of management. That you know, let's know who who who's to either uh, get the blame or the the accolades, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but then David Spade just brought up. I mean, this is the one point that I, I don't even know if it matters. I mean, it always matters, right? If you set a tone, I, I saw this week people suggesting that Tony was going to bend over backwards to be. A friend to the modern player, so maybe the old fiery Tony Laruse wasn't unpacked when he got to Chicago. Yep, and, and, and I, I think that there's something to that.
1: I really, really yeah, do. Which again, we
2: need to see the old version of him right well, about now. I think. I think mean, one of the losses this week. Don't know which one. For, and there's Jose Abreu sitting in the dugout after the game, and they had the camera on him. He's just sitting there staring out the field. It and, was
1: after the. Uh, it was after the Tuesday. Tuesday,
2: game, yeah, believe, Tuesday yeah. game, mm-hmm, and and. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it, and I'm watching him. And you could just see he's just trying to figure out what the hell's what's going on here. But does he go into the clubhouse and start asking that same question to, again, challenging people? Someone's got to do it. This rah-rah, this yep. we're all good. We love each other. We're a team. No one's pointing fingers. Well, time to point fingers. Time, time to say, okay, if you're going to call off a guy on the ball, you better catch the damn ball. Okay? Absolutely. If Absolutely. Tim Anderson, you're an all-star, don't be overrunning second base and getting tagged out. Every, right. every day there's something. Every yep. single day. And it's your leaders, too. And the, this is the, funny. Brian, Jose Abreu in, in between bases. I mean, even the guys who are having a season are joining the, the group right. of having a moment. And it it, it translates into... It's too many moments. There's too absolutely. many moments. Yeah.
1: And, and uh, for anybody who's just tuning in, that's Brian Hanley, a Cub fan that is really getting PO'd. About the White Sox, that's how bad things
2: are. I'm watching more something. Sox on Cubs these days, and I'll tell you what—we'll talk about the Cubs too because at least they're in close games. At least yeah. you know what—at least they'd won four series going to LA. Now I didn't even think that was possible. They, they take the Dodgers to extra innings and blow a three-nothing lead yesterday. Okay, and David Robertson. Okay, the price for him is going down, and you, better, you know, make that trade there, uh, Jed. Uh, get, but I'm telling you. One of our Twitter poll questions today—I'll throw it out there right now: Which team's going to finish higher in their division? The Sox or the Cubs? Didn't even yeah. think that was a possibility. A yeah, No, no. We, yeah,
1: we've got to it's hit a break, simple one. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about the polls. Um, I put out a challenge to everybody listening and uh, looking at Twitter today for your best adjective. For what you're feeling about the White Sox and I'll share one from Mitch Bettendorf who uh, checks in all the time. We'll take your calls, 312-332-3776. Back to talk and back to talk to you on the phones here at ESPN
0: 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Well, yeah, it was a three-hitter rule. So once we get something going, you know, it was... There was going to be an opportunity there, and he was ready. You know, first one was a nasty strike, and then he missed one, and then he chased one. But, you know, uh, had the right guy up there. Didn't work. Had the right guy up in ninth inning, too. Right guys.
3: Obviously,
4: Joe has a long career and reputation. What have you seen from him just these last couple outings? I think he talked about kind of searching for his mechanics this last time.
0: Well, I think we were all real confident that he's a tremendous asset. The game in San Francisco, he got you know, a little out of kilter, and, and this is his first chance to pitch since then, I think. You know, he, he threw a couple great pitches to get strike two, and then the third one, he got up a little bit. Okay, it's a ground ball just to lose, right? He's a real asset, and they're working on it. He's working on it. There'll be something
3: special for us.
1: ESPN 1000, Xander and Hadley, that's Tony La post game talking about Andrew Vaughn. Pinch hitting. Boy, was I surprised to see Leori leave and start walking toward the dugout. It's like, wait a minute. Is he actually going to have somebody pinch hit for him? And did you hear the crowd? I think it was Jason yes. and Steve that said, we have never heard. A... I can't remember the last time we heard so much adulation for a pinch hitter coming up. Now, it didn't work out for Andrew, but you didn't see anybody complaining. Those are the chances that we like to see Tony take with somebody who obviously did not deliver at that point, but certainly can deliver he did in it that, two days uh, he did it two days earlier.
2: I know he did it two days earlier.
3: Yes right? he did. Yes he did. Um, and
1: and I will and I have been I have been knocking Leori, the bromance and all that. I mean if you go to my Twitter feed Xander Rocker, all one word, one R in the middle, you can see that I've spent a lot of time slagging Lauri Garcia. But look, he, he won the game. I was there that uh, that hit to right field, he won the game the other day, angle across the plate. That was sweet. And if he could do that all the time, then then my slagging. But will Vaughn But Vaughn,
2: Vaughn, Vaughn hits the tying home run the other day, right? I mean, yes, and, yes, and, yes he, he did. Yes he, he did. So he, did, he and look, did, you, did you look at the look on Lurie's face? <laughs> I'm what? I'm going back to the dugout? They're like, hey, come yeah, on he back. Like, wait wait uh, yeah, he was it's, like, wait a minute. Yeah. He was like, What me? It's Lurie time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How, dare, yeah. how dare you, Tony? I thought we were good like that.
2: Yeah. yeah I, I threw out
1: that, uh, I threw out that challenge on Twitter for a creative adjective to, to describe how you're feeling about the white Sox. Mitch Bettendorf fully vaccinated, boosting COVID. Uh, he says Ryan's Dorfian. That's there you beautiful go. right there. That is yeah. Ryan's And, and to um, bring up, uh, Jerry, um, how much does a winning season matter over making amends with an old friend? That's a great uh, is question. that what it's come down to? Is that what it comes down to here?
2: Well, and, and but yeah, here's yeah. the thing: we can all sit there and, and and vent on Tony and you know why he's still here because in baseball, fair or not, you're having a, a substandard, uh, underachieving season for a team that had lofty expectations. You, you mm-hmm. wouldn't be sitting here on July 9th. The manager would be gone. Okay. He would, just, it, whether it changes anything, it just happens. Joe Girardi. Um, and you know, you, you'd be gone. That's what
1: it, happens. It, it, in why do they do that? Th- those things to shake things up, to get everybody yeah. to sit and pay attention. Like,
2: Ooh,
1: Ooh, something's happening here. That's how you yeah. get people's and, and,
2: attention. When, when a team is this fundamentally flawed, and, but it's a, a legitimate question. It's a great question. Unfortunately, we know the answer the answer is no, we're making amends and whatever, however the season ends. And right now it, it ends, you, ends with you out in the, with outside looking in the playoffs because mm. BaseballReference.com, um, yesterday going into the game, your Chicago White Sox had a 24-plus percent chance of making the playoffs, 6% chance of being a wild card team, no good, 13.5% chance to win the division, no good, that's today, because after the game, it went down to 19.5% chance. So it, you you lost, in one day, you lost four and eight, 4.8% chance in your postseason possibility, probability. And I got to um, tell
1: you, the way you brought it up on Twitter was beautiful, because you said something, and I'm paraphrasing here. Would you take an umbrella if you knew that there was a 24% chance of rain? And my initial thought was no. <laughs> you plug that into... The probability for the White Sox. And that's and now it's 19.5% this morning. That was a kick in the crotch to every White Sox fan that saw that because reality has set in. The very reality we thought that we would not have to consider this year is starting to settle in. What does that mean for Rick Hahn and Jerry Reinsdorf? We don't know. It seems like Rick wants to win, but there's no way that anybody is going to convince me that his hands are not tied by Jerry Reinsdorf in several different ways.
2: Okay, so, and David Spade, our caller, and 312-332-3776, if you want to join the conversation, we, we'd love to hear from you, White Sox fans. He just said, you know, that Rick should go in and give him the ultimatum, you know, either it's Tony or it's me. Um, I don't think Rick wants to do that, because I think Rick knows the answer to that. And, sure, but right. at some point, but but at some point if you're a con, and I brought this up a month or two ago, you know, when we all start seeing on Twitter, well, his hands are tied, his hands were tied in the offseason, he couldn't go after some of the players he wanted. He certainly didn't want Tony LaRussa, but yet here he is. And unless Tony walks away from this thing because the players tuned him out, that's the only way Tony said he'd walk away. Um, you know, at some point, do you as the GM and the architect of this team, and you bear some responsibility for some of the flawed players, and there are a lot of them, um, do you say enough of this because I can't do my job and now my reputation and my resume is being ruined because my hands are somewhat tied or, or more tied than even we know, but look, there's culpability up and down, and it, when you watch a team that's this, this it, consistently defensively flawed, uh, base running mistakes, you know the whole thing, uh, just little league stuff, mm. and yet You're saying, well, don't worry because, you know, uh, Aloy's coming back and he had a a great, you know, first game. And I said, there's no Bryce Harper on this IL. So as much as you want to say, wait till that guy gets back. Aloy gave you uh, juice for a day. Um, But And that's not to say he won't show up
1: again, but we need. No, no. Look, on the days that he doesn't show up, Brian, everybody else has to show up.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a winning team. So, so all this idea that there's still more runway and all these excuses, and and here's here's the new excuse. I guarantee you, we're going to hear it this week. Well, you know, even with the one win in this most important stretch of the season, and and I, you know, last week I said you know, this, you, there has to be a sweep of, of the Detroit Tigers, right? Well, the Tigers all of a sudden got hot, and That's they were doing right. they were doing some of your heavy lifting by dispatching Cleveland and sweeping that series, right? This new thing is, hey, even though the Sox are losing, guess what? Minnesota's 5-5 five and five in their last 10. And, uh, by the way, Cleveland's, what, 2-8 and eight in their last 10. So, really, even though we've lost, we just lost a week off the schedule. Well, you could have been making hay. While, while Minnesota, mm. who took care of you in that series, while they're playing 500 baseball, and while Cleveland's playing losing baseball, if you'd actually done something about it, then you could actually make up ground, and that's what you need to do. You can't run in place during this, this stretch of 15 and 14 or 19 division games. And so while Cleveland's been scuffling and while Minnesota's cooled off, you could have actually been taking games off, the, uh, off the, um, the deficit, which you sit in third place right now. As By the way, the Chicago Cubs are third place in their division too, and they're trying to lose.
1: 3123323776 you heard Brian Sox fans 19% chance of making the playoffs at this point we're halfway through the season it's been a major disappointment Throw us an adjective on Twitter or here at 312-332-3776. How are you feeling? We'll, we'll play high-low as we move on here. We're only here until 1030. Got a lot of ground to cover. We'll end up talking about the Blackhawks, too. But we get to your phone calls. Polly and Larry are both on hold, and we'll do that after the break here on ESPN 1000.
3: ESPN
0: 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Oh, Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000.
1: And on the ESPN 1000 on Saturday morning. White Sox taking on Detroit. this afternoon. I'm I'm tired of baseball. I need a day off. I just might cut my lawn and my, and my neighbor's lawn and just avoid it altogether. Well, because I we, can't, saw, I can't do we that.
2: saw on Twitter, you got you know we mentioned that you have all that acreage, and then one of our listeners had a. Picture of, of your mower. It's a highfalutin riding mower with like all the bells and whistles. It, it's right? a
1: riding mower. It's not a zero turn. I meant to uh, correct that and send a picture yeah. of a zero turn. They're more badass than anything you could possibly. Uh, I, I, imagine. I was thinking,
2: man, life's good on the Xander. Uh, no, because... it's even
1: better. It's even better. You can't even imagine. Owen and Willowbrook wants to jump on with his thoughts. on What's happening on the south side? Welcome into ESPN One Thousand.
5: Hey guys. Um, hey. You know I I. I, I'm not a big La Russa fan, but I, I squarely put this on basically Han and Williams, even though they say their hands were tied with Larusa. He got these players long before La Russa. and what I what I really think he's got is a bunch of undisciplined hitters. These guys want to swing coming off the bench, and I'll give you a perfect example. The other day, we're down two nothing. I mean, two runs against that kid that was from Detroit. He was one and four over a four something ERA. It's seventy pitches going into the seventh inning, amen. Then, then we're yep. the, our, We got Lurie Garcia coming up, and the last inning is a pitch hitter leading off. The biggest out of the inning is the first out, usually in the ninth inning when you're trying to get a save. So we're down two runs, two. We're down two zip. If, if it's a one run game, you should be swinging. First pitch, second. I mean, first pitch down the middle, he swings, grounds out. Right then, we have our rally. We don't have guys that walk. We don't have guys that know the strike zone. Tim Anderson, who's a who's a hell of a hitter, has 10 walks. That's your leadoff man. And walks this year. Louis Louis, Louis Louis Roberts 10 walks this year. He has over he has over fifty seven strikeouts in sixty seven games. They don't know the strike zone. They have no no plate discipline. Because if they don't have plate discipline, they're not a good enough fielding team to win, and their bullpen, sure enough, is not good enough to always hold close you know, games. So I really put this on Han, even though I'm not a big fan of La Russa, I think La Russa's time is gone. I didn't like him in the '70s. Uh, so the, guy that they got, the, guy, the guy that they got, the guy that they got, knows more about baseball than anybody is doing this, the postgame show. That's Ozzie again. He'll never come back because of his rifty head. But, but. I don't. I think they got the type of ball players that they want, and now they're getting what they
4: want after.
1: Great call. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, appreciate that, Owen. Uh, we've got Paulie in Mount Prospect wants to throw out an adjective for how he's feeling about our Chicago White Sox. Hey, Paulie, welcome into ESPN One Thousand.
4: Morning, gentlemen. Yeah,
5: you know I think we all must be feeling uh, somewhat masochistic as Sox fans. But mm-hmm. uh, the adjective I came up with when you guys were thinking about it, the first thing that came was. Uh, prostate examined.
1: <laughs> wow, that's creative.
2: I love uh, it. Thank you, Paulie. Yeah. Oh boy. Have going, guys. Now, now that's yeah. not even the colon, colonoscopy. That's actually just the. yeah, this is gonna uh, for a quick second here. You'll feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the White this Sox. This is gonna
1: be uncomfortable, Brian. Yeah,
2: for all of us in the room. Um, you hear the so snap the, of the
1: glove. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the White Sox. To our first caller's point there have a top-five batting average in Major League Baseball, but undisciplined. They're bottom 10 in OPS because they don't walk. They're bottom 10 in grounding into double plays because we've seen so many of those innings and sometimes an 8-5 triple play just for shake it up a bit to first time in, history it right? hey, first time in the history of baseball. interesting, right? First time in the history of baseball. You've never seen before. And, of course, they are a bottom 10 in runs scored and they're bottom five in home runs that they hit again, averaging a home run every 43 at-bats. It's not near damn good enough. And here's, here's a couple things. Just the Cubs are trying to lose, right? The Cubs have 17 home wins. Built to lose. Cubs have 17 home wins. Your Chicago White Sox, 17 home wins. So there's, the Sox are 17 and 25 at home. Um, they're expected. Uh, we talk about the expected wins and losses given runs scored against runs allowed. The Cubs are thirty-six and forty-eight because they're minus sixty-five in run differential. And for comparison's sake, again, Cubs trying to lose. White Sox thirty-six and forty-six would be their expected record instead of thirty-nine and forty-three because they have a a minus forty-seven run differential. I mean, the Cubs are the Cubs are not supposed to be contending, and they're not. They're not supposed to even be competing in most games. And yet they've competed in 20, well, in one run games, they're 10 and 16. In two run games, they're 7 and 11. So, uh, you know, the Cubs and White Sox are not that far off. Or There's at least statistically in a lot of respects, they're they're not, ter- you know, there's, there isn't a great bit of difference between the team that was supposed to be a World Series contending team versus a team that has blown everything up and checked back with us in four years. Yeah, it's.
1: It's amazing. It seems like the Cubs accidentally did this, but they were, uh, you know, they're just playing. Yeah. Young guys, some energy, you know, nothing to lose. Yep. And on the other side of town, there's no accountability. And, and what you mentioned before is, uh, has Tony La Russa over-adjusted to the new player and everybody's being coddled or whatever? Obviously, it's not working. We all know the definition of the word insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expect different results. And that's that's an adjective of what's happening on the south side too. Larry on the south side, thoughts about uh, TLR in the bullpen. Welcome in. You're with Stanley yeah. and Xander on ESPN 1000.
0: Yeah, this guy supposedly invented the bullpen, right, back in the 80s with Oakland and all that? Yes. He put, yeah, okay. How do you explain the seventh inning when you got – you bring in Kelly in a high-leverage situation. This guy is blowing up everything this year. Why not bring in Lopez? Why not? Why not bring in Lopez? I, think, in I think
1: Lopez pitched the day before. But I okay. agree with you. These guys are being coddled. There's no reason in, in my book that Lopez can't come in. He used to be a starter. Why can't you pitch him back-to-back days for a couple innings each at the most? Every and you, kind and they you say heard,
0: that, Every time they Tony- say something about about uh, back uh, picture day before. I kind of roll my eyes at that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, 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 That's pitiful. That's really pitiful. He pitched a day. Come on, they used to pitch all the time. He used to do that stuff in Oakland all the time, bring these guys in every day.
3: Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, Larry, and
0: then,
2: Larry, you heard Tony, and, and we just played that cut a few minutes ago, double down on Joe Kelly, how special he is and how important he is, how great he's going to be for him. Well, this has not been a good Joe Kelly going to? What, right. How long I mean, do we have to wait for this? Well, you know, you got a nineteen point five percent chance of being in the playoffs. You know, the time is now. The time was the last two weeks. <laughs> the time, you know, the
1: time, what? Yeah, the time has actually started to pass. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, the, Joe Kelly. I cannot believe. Uh, I, I couldn't even imagine that he would be this bad. And and what Larry said is right, and I believe it too. I mean, uh, Lopez has been a rock. There's no reason why you can't bring him in back-to-back games to pitch for an inning or two. There's just no reason. Enough of this uh, coddling these players. John on the road, question about Abreu wants to jump in on ESPN 1000. Hey, John.
3: Hi, guys. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we sir. Can. Okay, thank you. Hey, uh, before I ask this question, one very quick comment on your very last comment you made about Kelly you said that Leroux said, said he wants to double down on him if that's the case i would like to be a blackjack dealer
2: <laughs> i'd like to be the house i'll be the casino and tony you can keep no. doubling
3: down here here's my comment and first of all i am an abreu fan so i'm absolutely not knocking him i'm not crabbing about him it's nothing like that okay. but i do have this question that somebody knowledgeable perhaps can explain to me um he takes the first pitch on every at-bat. It could be right down the middle. He takes the first pitch. He puts himself in the hole every time he comes up. I've, I've seen it in the paper. I've seen the guys on the White Sox broadcast talk about it. So my question is, why isn't a hitting coach or a manager talking to him about this to simply make him a better player?
2: Well, here's the thing, uh, and, you know, at least he's had, what, the 14 consecutive games of uh, getting on base. Right. So, But to your point, believe me, that the advanced scouts are writing that down so that the opposing teams know that just go ahead and, and go center cut on that because he ain't going to swing at that first pitch. Now, more often than not, Ho- Jose Abreu has been, you know, generate whatever offense the White Sox have had or is mm-hmm. in the middle of it. So on the list of I, – I, I appreciate the frustration because – Someone yeah, said that is
1: not a concern. If anything, you know what, Jose, keep doing what you're doing.
2: Yeah, because he, yeah, because he has, you're yeah. the
1: one that's doing it. I have a problem, uh, you know, and it really, really depends. I mean, TLR has, has I mean, TLR, I'm sorry. Um, uh, TA has taken you uh, first pitches or he's swung at first pitches, but, you know, he still has a pretty good batting average. Not lately. He hasn't been good. He's been suffering through a bit of a funk like everybody else seemingly. Well, he's like the rest of the team, the rest of the team. They seem to have a propensity to swing at first pitch like Pollock or whatever. And I just, I would like to see, I think we all want to see more discipline at the plate because you wear out pitchers that way. You make them pitch to you, you wear them out and you force them to give you something better than what they're giving you first pitch.
2: And and t- uh, Tim Anderson is obviously the, the guy, right? When mm-hmm. he's in the lineup, you, have, you like your chances much better when, than when he's not. But he's the latest guy to say, and I quote, because everyone in that clubhouse has had some variation of this, and this was yesterday, we just have to keep grinding, keep coming to the ballpark, trying to get better every day, keep trying to be good teammates, just keep working hard. Hopefully that brings wins. We understand we are in a tough stretch, but it's part of the game, so we just have to keep grinding. Grinding it out and keep working. I'm yep. tired of it. I'm tired that's, of it. that's more of that. Too. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Everything's fine. It's yep. going to work out great. It's just don't you know, worry. Be happy. we're all happy. We're great teammates. We love each other. We got each other's backs, and you know that's wonderful. But yeah. Frank it's Thomas not said,
1: translating to anything.
2: Frank Thomas said, you know, the, too much of that. Sometimes you got to you go the other way. And, and start saying, okay, we can't have the defensive gaffes. We can't have the communication gaffes. We can't have the base running gaffes. We can't have the managerial gaffes. And what that gets you is a 19.5% chance of being a playoff team on July 9th.
1: Yep, 312-332-3776. 2, 3, 3, 2, 3, 7, 7, we're up against the break, we'll come back. Ron is on hold, so is Al, and taking your phone calls. And uh, we've got some Giolito post sound that we're gonna play for you too here on ESPN 1000.
0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. The next time I have
5: to come in here, I'm cracking skulls.
1: That's what I want to hear from Tony. Brian, that's what I want to hear. The guy from Breakfast Club threatening somebody, threatening bodily harm. Let's get this team going. Is Brian
2: Hanley? I Mark thought Sander in memory of Polly w- oh, Walnuts leaving us. I thought no, no, episode.
1: that's not Polly Walnuts. That's uh, that's the teacher, the the uh, um, study hall teacher, or I should say the. Um uh the teacher for the uh uh detention tension that's, that's right yeah yeah detention i almost forgot that word i spent so much t- time in detention myself but i guess it's been a while Three one two three three two three seven seven six. a classic scene from the breakfast club but yeah that's what i want to see i want to see some for i know it's not really hr friendly anymore to be that forceful <laughs> but i don't care at this point
2: hey Frank Thomas wants to see it too, and I—I'll I, take Frank's word on it. I mean, he's yeah. been in those clubhouses. He's been a leader. He knows when. You know, hey, why something can't
1: has, Frank show up? Why can't Frank show up? Why can't they say, you know what, Frank? We don't need you on set today. Why I don't you go? Why don't, why don't you sneak into the clubhouse and start talking to guys?
2: I, I mean, I was so fired up, uh, Ryan Pace, that uh, after he said after Thursday night, I was like, yeah, big hurt for manager again. Tony's part of the problem. But this he's is not, not all of the problem. Not even close. This no, is really. just this is poor play by players who should be better, yeah. consistently better. And even you know your leaders gotta lead and they gotta show up and they can't keep make you know, you can't have a two run home run and then let a ball drop five feet from him. because
1: and you say leaders have to lead. Honestly, who's the leader on this team? Now by not by voice, by what he's doing, it's a you Yes, And there are some times that leaders are quiet and people just know to follow, and they are inspired by such people. It's not working here. And is Tim Anderson really a leader? Uh, I know people want to say he is, but he's got a lot to prove for me to consider him a leader. Ron on the south side, he wants to jump in here. Talk about the White Sox and what ain't happening with a few different uh, a player and uh, and the head coach. We want to get your uh, feel on it. Ron, what's up?
0: Hey hey good morning guys um two, two, two quick points and you all mentioned the whole thing about Tony La Russa. it it guys it would not matter who they bring in to manage this team and I wish people would please talk about Ozzy again you 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 brought a manager back before denver so no 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 more Ozzy. we don't we don't need to have right. that conversation uh you you need better Players, guys, it, when the season first started, we kind of said we had depth uh, in the outfield. That's only because of numbers. And I always contend when you when you say you have three outfielders in the right field, that means you don't have one good one. Okay, right. So yeah, right. Th- that was the biggest and same thing at, at second base. But but guys, the most important thing is this team was put together to hit home runs and mainly at that ballpark. That's a home run ballpark. And they thought if they could score enough runs from hitting home runs. And they thought, th- this is the second year we've heard that they have possibly one of the best bullpens in baseball. They thought they had no stomping. They thought that in those areas, they could overcome the bad defense. You, they just are not going to be good at uh, defense. They don't have good defensive players. And they thought it would overcome the bad defense and the bad baseball. You can't get past Run. fundamentals.
1: You're, you're absolutely right. And what they do have this year is good starting pitching. But when it's time for the bullpen, boy, everybody starts getting worried. Just like last night, Giolito had a decent start. We're not hitting the home runs. Imagine if we were hitting home runs and the starting pitching was good, that consistently we could cover up those other soft spots.
0: Absolutely. But everything's and,
1: a soft spot right now.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the thing. Pitching, the, of the, the bullpen is falling apart, and uh, right now things just don't look good for the soft you know, status. You know. Thank
2: you. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Should we play, uh, Mark, should we play? You know, Ron opens the door to play high-low on position by position, and... Um, I don't know if I want to do it before the break or after the break. Peter. Well, why don't we
1: take one more phone call and Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll start it and uh, see where it goes here. Al in Portage, uh, Al in Portage Park uh, this morning on ESPN 1000 with Xander and Hanley. What up, Al?
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for hey. taking my call as always. Well. Yep. So last week we talked briefly and I was optimistic about the White Sox coming into the week and, um, you know, that they were playing. I, I remember you teams. were. Yeah, they're playing division teams. They have a chance mm-hmm. to, you know, make a dent and, and make some noise. and. You know, they start out 1-4 this week, um, so I'm not feeling optimistic anymore because you know, I think they kind of blew their chance. But, you know, here's where my optimism is, guys. Maybe we got to look to this team's broken. I don't know, if, think it's going to get fixed this season. I, I think they're done. Let's look to next year. They got some really good core players that they can keep. They might be sellers at the trade deadline. There's a couple guys that could probably move for something. And how about this, this uh, concept? Why can't the White Sox get involved with big signings, big free agent purchases? They never do. It's been decades. They never do that. Why can't they do it, you know, going into next year, get into the Aaron Judge sweepstakes or wow. the Juan Soto trade if if that's possible or, or I don't even know who else is up for free agency. Why can't they get involved in the big free agent signing? You know, we're always trying to thread the needle for decades, trying to squeeze every last drop of, of of the lemon, you know, of the you know, lemon, trying to get players to fit in somewhere. You
3: know. I, was I don't the, know, just, he, the
2: last one was manny machado more They they've had the little flirtation with right and then obviously yeah. he he went west. he said um,
4: he said no, thank you you
2: yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah it's, and, So
4: you you know what it sounds sounds like that's of one of the only times the Sox really got involved with a big name player and a a was Machado You're right? you. are right. Never you know to be the case. I, boy it, but Aaron wasn't, Judge. There a serious, I mean, wasn't
1: there a serious uh, attempt at, uh, well, we don't know how serious, at uh, Harper? Or was that less serious than Machado? I think it was probably less serious
3: than I Machado. Think,
2: yeah, I think yeah. Machado seemed more. Hey, but Aaron Judge, I mean, just take a moment to take that in um, because it doesn't look, you know, eventually do the Yankees capitulate and give him what he wants? Good Lord, the season he's having. Um, but, boy, to see him on the south side hitting home runs, I don't care if anyone else on the team hits home runs. If he was doing it, he would dent twice that scoreboard
1: in center field.
2: Oh my! <laughs> um, that that yeah. that that just—I uh, need a cigarette. Just thinking of that. You uh, know, Miles it's Smith. a great
1: question, but you know, to this point, it hasn't been a thing with Reinsdorf. This is the way he no. prefers to build his teams. And Rick Hahn is the guy that's charged with doing the best with what he has. And a uh, question you posed earlier. How great would it be if Rick and, and, you know, we don't pay his bills. We don't. Yeah. You know, uh, it's easy for us to say outside looking in. But I would have tremendous respect if he just basically resigned and he went to the press and said, look, I did all that I could. And my hands were tied to a certain degree. And I have to move on to a, a position to where I can offer my input, my skills, my knowledge to affect. A winning team, and that would and see he would never,
2: everything, and that would uncover everything that we believe to be true. And he would never do that in season because the last thing Rick Hahn would want to do is add more uh, tumultuous uh, sideshows to this team. Given what they, right. you know, right? He, he wouldn't go in and have that David Spade conversation. You know, it's uh, either Tony so it's goes or much I go. Too
1: late for this season.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: 3776 all right, before we get to break, go ahead and uh, set up this uh, high-low game we're going to play right after the 10 o'clock hour.
2: Well, Ron just said that it, this, this has to change and the team has to be fixed and it can't be done in season. And basically, and we know the baseball reference is telling you the, the season's likely over unless you do find a way to beat the Atlanta Braves. Um, but we will go over position by position, the Major League Baseball wins above average uh, and where your Chicago White Sox rate. And it, it will explain a lot of things for, the, for this team. Um, it, it's not just one area. It's just not one position. It's not just the bullpen. And
1: nice if it were just you know, one the, or two positions.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, 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 unfortunately, it's just one or two positions that are above, above Major League average. And that's scary.
1: Yes, it is three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're here until ten thirty. Then Connor McKnight with White Sox Weekly, which will be a must listen to today, as well in the uh, Sox and uh, Tigers a little later on this afternoon. On your home for the Chicago White Sox, ESPN one thousand back and two.